Hello and welcome everybody to the second episode of Bug City Blues, where we follow a group of street-level Shadowrunners as they get in way over their heads. Joining me this week, we have Alex playing Pancetta. Pancetta means bacon. And we have Clinton playing Riverbear. Hello. And we have Nicole playing Moira. Howdy. And we have Chris playing Lester. Hey, how you doing? And finally, we have Nathan playing Lockdown. Lockdown also means bacon. The players have rung in the new year with a new team and a new job. Does anybody remember what our run was? Yes, I think I do. Uh, I can roll for it. <laughs> you already forgot? We have three miscreants we need to find, and we have a nearby location thanks to my raven. Well, that's what we're doing right now, but our, our right. mission is to find a briefcase, I believe. That's true. With Beatles! Those three yeah. miscreants had the briefcase last we knew. Yeah. Find them, find the briefcase. Hopefully. Hopefully. One of them was an orc, right? There was an orc, a human, and a troll, I believe. Yeah, he ripped that dude's arm off. Well, trolls are known to do that. He looks around to his friends. You guys are all discussing this as you're... In the van. Right. Yeah. Lockdown and River Bear are in the van, and then the other ones are in the other car. So I have bad news about that, but I'll get to that in just a second. Our runners have verified that the individuals we are looking for were situated nearby a stuffer shack close to the Chicago containment zone. With this information, y'all have left the blue casket and you're looking at the available rides getting ready to leave. The plan was y'all were going to borrow the bulldog that Tyler, the bouncer inside of the bar, had so graciously lent you. And as River Bear and Lockdown approach it, the first issue is you get to the driver's seat and River Bear is obviously not fitting in there and Reeton goes to hop in and his feet don't quite reach the pedals. It's okay. They make extensions. I can stand up. They probably do have features like that. It's it's not quite going to work. Now, I can offer this vehicle probably can just drive on its own on grid guide. But if for whatever reason you have to take over, you're probably not going to be able to competently control this machine. Do you wish to proceed? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Why? What could go wrong? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So Reeton, maybe with a little help from River Bear, gets into the driver's seat. Oh, yeah, I just lift him right up. Ook. Pat him on the head. He walks around to the back, opens the back door of the bulldog, and it gives a heavy, exhausted creak as he hops in. I always kind of imagine, not like passenger seats, more like where the one side of it is set up to sit in and the other side's for cargo, because that's what these things are usually for, is like land freight. I'm in the back seat. And it's not comfortable, but you're fitting. Close the doors. Can I still sit in the front seat? I, I guess that's up to the driver. I did call shotgun. I mean, am I, am I driving? I can't make that decision for you. Oh, well. Is there a driver for this car? I think Mojo got here with grid guide. Yeah, I think I did. So was that an auto driving car? Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. I believe I was actually going to drive one of the cars because I have a driver's license. He's sitting in the <laughs> passenger seat. All right. Who's driving? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no one's good to drive. Oh, I, I was the designated driver anyway. Y'all load up into your seats. And unless you want to take over and drive manually, you just punch in the destination and the GPS signal takes over. You connect to the matrix and it gives you an estimated time to your destination. I'll follow the GPS. It's going the speed limit and it's waiting for all of those traffic lights. I always use my signal. I always stop for three seconds at uh, stop signs. I obey all traffic laws. Without law, we're just like the damn bugs. Is that what separates a man from bug is law? Is the law law of man versus I'm sorry I'm sorry um go ahead well we'll drive we'll drive we'll drive sorry I I get into these fits sometimes so 
Pancetta and Mo give each other uh, a little uncomfortable look as Lester starts bringing up bugs. I imagine for most of you, bugs is just a little bit of a sensitive topic in Chicago. If you've been here long enough, you've definitely heard about it. It's kind of like when you go overseas, you get told, you know, don't drink the water. It's sort of on that level of public warning. I'm known to, to mumble and uh, just ignore me. I'm, I'm okay, I'm okay. I know how to drive a car. We're driving a car, I'm driving a car. Does this guy always have monologues? <laughs> What's up with that? I don't know, are you, sure, are you sure you're okay, dude, to drive? I'm okay. Okay. I wanted to ask you all before we proceeded if there was anything you wanted to do on the way to the location. I have something. I have some gear that I don't need now, but I will need probably later. I would like to have a courier drone meet us at the location so I can unload the gear that I don't need and have it transported to my pad. What kind of lifestyle do you have? Medium. I'm going to say that you're probably going to have to pay for that sort of thing. That's what I figured. What sort of uh, freight did you plan on shipping? You're, you're, you're sitting in the vehicle, Lester's talking about bugs. Mo is kind of looking over to you and she can kind of see you punching in this information on like anybody. Give me a name of a shipping company or freight company. DHN. Yeah, DHN. There you go. You're on the DHN landing page, punching in the weight and the size. You know, do you need a box, etc.? What are you trying to ship? I don't need my Colt, which is my big gun. I don't think that's going to be necessary. That does have the easy breakdown quality, though, and it comes with the case. So it, that should be relatively small to transport. But I would also like to um, send the ballistic shield with that as well. That should be doable. I have a number in mind. You're, you're going to the checkout. Let's say it's going to cost 450 million to get this drone shipped to your apartment. Okay. I just imagine since it's drones transport, it probably is a little more expensive. But it says it'll require a SIN scan to proceed. Can I do that covertly, seeing how I have my comlink installed in my head? Yeah, nobody needs to know what you're broadcasting, but when it picks it up, it's going to ask you for a SIN scan to, you know, verify that the pickup is who it says it is. That seems like a reasonable thing. Not a problem, seeing as I have a SIN. Don't let people hear you say that too loud in your head. That's a good idea. We have some extra equipment getting sent back. Did anyone else have anything? I'd like to have a conversation with my driver. Oh, yeah. As we're going along, I imagine we're rocking back and forth and Lockdown's doing his little stepping down. Uh, how competent are you, Lockdown? Do you have a piloting skill? Right. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I have a piloting skill five. Good. Oh, yeah, you're, you're actually a damn good driver. Yeah. Okay, so you expertly, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm good uh, at driving. Okay. When you can reach the pedals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I get those, like, toy cars. They're great. Can you do your magic with the keyboard uh, internet thing webs? Can you cover our tracks? Yes, I can. I have a I have a jammer. I can jam all, you know, all radio frequencies and stuff if I wanted to. Right now, I don't think we really need it. I like to not be on any corpse radar, and this sounds like corp business. So if you do me a favor, I'd appreciate you like erasing our history after our little project here what do you say oh i could definitely do that i also have a bug scanner to see if we're if this uh car's bug oh hey i don't want to hear nothing about no bugs <laughs> I, di- I think it's a different type of bug they could have put a a tracker on the car that i could i could see if it's there all right thanks i'll uh, keep an eye out for those that i can't see you know yeah i, I think we'll be good for now but but yeah i could make sure that we get get all of our information deleted or, you know, erased from our phones and stuff once we get there. You sure are handy there, a little lockdown. Yeah, and you're uh, summoning demons pretty sweet. 
Oh, I, I don't know about that. Oh. I summon the spirits of the river and the bear. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. That's better than demons. I've had to deal with some demons. Oh, very much so. Oh, it's bad. Nasty business, that. Let's watch what we say over here. I don't want to invite adversary to this campaign. Adversary being uh, people who worship, like, the devil. <laughs> the devil! They have a little bit of a different source of magic than you do, River Bear. Yeah, I'm sure that's true. All right. And with about 45 minutes of driving, we all arrive to your friendly neighborhood stuffer shack. These corner convenience stores are found across Chicago and the rest of the UKS. They operate 24-7, and they sell food, clothing, entertainment, and all of its disposable. Stuffer Shacks are famous for selling the popular line of products known as NERPS, which stands for New and Exciting Retail Products. They're everywhere. The best way of thinking of a Stuffer Shack is as an enormous vending machine crossed with a Walmart. There's nearly anything that a civilian would be interested in purchasing, as long as it's legal. And they are a subsidiary of one of the major 10 companies, as technology. They're infamous for their undereducated and miserably paid and therefore undermotivated employees. I like the name of it. Nerp. Nerps. Nerp. Nerps. Nerps. Everybody loves nerps. Do I see any cameras? Let's see. I see... It looks nice. Before we go in, I'm going to hop into the Matrix and see if this has a security system. It probably does. You could do this in augmented reality, even, if you were so inclined to do so. Hacking and clandestine things will work a little better in virtual reality, be it cold sim or hot sim. But you're just looking right now. You don't necessarily have to go comatose at the moment. Okay, I'm just going to do it in, in AR then. You look into the building, and as you switch into augmented reality, this place is designed to look sort of like an Aztec ruins, like a crisp green. You look into this host, and a plethora of icons show available to you. Some of them look like they're connected to shoppers, other of them look like they're connected to the intercoms, one for controlling the doors, and sure enough, there they are. You can see that there is a camera controller on this host. Ooh, cameras. Can I hack into them? You can certainly try. Okay. Now, this is the, you know, not in-game, but first time as a player doing this. So, I have to enter into the host, I assume. Is that a check? Yes. Well, it's not a check, it's an action. Enter, exit, host. Yeah. It's just a minor action. Okay. Do I have to roll Matrix Perception to see this stuff, or is that to see other things in the Matrix? When you're in the Matrix, whether you're uh, somebody's cyber deck, or you're somebody's smart gun, or you're their cybernetic limb, yeah. they show up on the Matrix either as running loud or running quiet. Okay. A majority of things, like if, if you just turn on your phone and you're not setting it up for this way, it's running loud. Anyone who's looking for it can see it. Yeah. If you choose to, you could have these devices run silent, in which case somebody needs to do a matrix perception check in order to find them. Okay. I would like to run a matrix perception check to see if there's any devices that are running silent, because if those three people are nefarious, I would assume that they would be running their devices silently. That's a good assumption. <laughs> I think I did good. <laughs> Five hits. The quick way of doing this is you see anything that's rating five or lower on the Matrix, which means you blink a couple of times and this place lights up like a goddamn Christmas tree. <laughs> All right. Give me the DM a second to just kind of give you a scattering on what you see. Some cyber arms, legs, eyes, ears. Somebody has dermal plating, like the metallic kind. Somebody has a comlink in their head and a couple of video game consoles. There's a jukebox. 
a security system for like door access, of course cameras, systems to control the lights, systems to control the coolers, the, the food processing units, the vending machines, you name it. This place is populated with services on the Matrix, which is good because the employees certainly aren't going to be doing all that work. No, of course not. I would like to make it so that people aren't able to tell that we're here. So I would like to get onto the cameras and turn them off. And with five hits, you notice someone else is already on the cameras right now. Oh, somebody's already watching these cameras, boys and girls. Like who's watching them? Like the, the security guys? I used to do a job like that. For those new to the situation, things in the Matrix run on three levels of access. You could think of these as guest, user, and admin. And this is represented by marks. Those things that I listed earlier, all those services, each one kind of has its own separate icon or avatar on the Matrix. Each of those could be owned by other people, and when they are, you could see an imprint of what's owning it or what's controlling it or what's viewing it. In this case, you see someone who looks like they have a tomahawk with some runic carvings on it, and it has three marks on that system. You could think of this as admin access if that's a good foil. Hmm. I don't know if I want to get into a Matrix fight right now, but how difficult would it be for me to go in there and hack it and take control and turn off the cameras? Hard to say. Are you trying to do this quiet or are you trying to brute force it? I would want to do it quiet. You know, I want to do this without being seen. Then you're going to have to spend some time probing the network, finding a backdoor. And these are all things you can do, but it will be a little difficult. On the other hand, if you just want to brute force and shut down that service, that's an option too, but they'll probably find out pretty quick. Yeah, that's a problem. So let me do a probe. Reading about it in the book and actually doing it are obviously much different things to do. Again, we're still just outside of the stuffer shack as you're doing this. You're on the matrix, you're inside of the host, and you decide, okay, I want to do a backdoor entry into this place. This is going to be an illegal action, which I think you are- Yeah, I got that, yeah. Means we're gonna start counting your overwatch. That's something I track and you don't want that to get too high. Yeah, what, 40 I think is the highest? Yeah, when 40 happens, God gets called in. God stands for Grid Overwatch Division. Mm -hmm. And these are uh, global high threat response sent in to deal with hackers. It's the fuzz. This is like if they found you breaking into, I don't know, a vending machine nearby and they called you Natco or something. Oh, okay. This action is linked to your sleaze attribute, so you attempt to use a backdoor that you've put in place to gain illicit entry into a host device or other matrix area. This action can be only be used if you previously used probe, so we'll have to do that, and the target is successful. The net hits from that successful probe count as the dice pull bonus for this test. If this test is successful, you gain admin access to the target, which is what you'll need to proceed. Right. Okay, so first I got a probe. Yep, and this is, again, going to be illegal. It is a cracking versus logic versus willpower plus firewall or firewall times two. It's an extended test that takes one minute. Okay. You take your time not to alert any security to your presence, which it sounds like is exactly what you wanted. And you can create an exploit that can last until you're ready to use it. While not as fast as using brute force, probing a device does not raise an alarm automatically, even if your attempt fails, unless major mistakes are made, which be like a critical glitch or something. Yeah. Systems and devices will not detect your presence until you've gained access to them, and net hits on this test count as a dice pool bonus, as stated earlier. My probe got me six hits. All right, it's just going to be willpower plus firewall. Let me roll that real quick. He's the active defender, wow. Correct. Somebody is actively in the system right now. So let's see so what happens. Mano y mano, eh? Lockdown. Yeah. That's what I said. Don't want to do a Matrix fight, but here we are. Okay. You hop onto the Matrix, you start probing around on the host, and you think you find the system that you're looking for. Now you just need to probe your access. 
You got six hits. The defender on this case got three hits. So when you eventually do your backdoor entry, you'll be doing that with three extra dice. So three extra on top of what I already roll? Okay. Sounds like you evaded him quite easily. He's running silent. He's not necessarily aware there's something to look for yet. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to take a minute. So as Lockdown leans on the car and focuses intently for about a minute, the rest of you kind of walk up to this place, it looks like. Mm -hmm. I think I told you guys to hang back for a minute while I do stuff. That's the true Shadowrun experience. Everyone immediately ignores the hacker. (laughs) I I, I figure we would, uh, because I'll go in when I'm told to go in. Right. I'm a good soldier. I would suggest we hesitate back in the parking lot in our cars. Find out what's going on here. We need some recon stat. Recon. That's right. I would like to uh, try something. What would you like to do? Since lockdown's doing the internet-y thingy, I would like to find out what's in the mystical air. You want to ascense this place? Ascense this place, yes. You astrally project. This is a cold, dark void. A lot of the natural connection that you could see in other places in Chicago simply aren't present in this place. The air has a little bit of a miasma to it, and the attitudes of the people you see around are cold and frigid. Mm. Not necessarily just an actual temperature, but their attitudes as well. This is what happens with unfettered materialism. Well, Riverbearer, of course, understands this well as he looks about him. He's seen this many times before. But he's interested to see if there's any magical effects about here that uh, might be a threat to the team. Magical threats, and you check in on the astral. You got a minute, anyways. Mm-hmm. I'll do a little hum. Hey. And you go into the astral plane. In my mind's eye, I always picture everything having sort of a black light style, eerie blue glow to it, mm-hmm. unless it's got a strong emotion. Anyways, you lift from your body, wisp like, and you float around into the interior of this building. Okay. There are two magically active people that you could see and the both of them are in the back of the shack. All right. One of them looks to be very minimally active, and the other one looks to be about as strong of a signal as your own. So when you say minimally active, like magically, but weak, Yeah. while the other is stronger, like myself. If 10% of the population is magically active, maybe 1% of that 10% is as magically active as yourselves in this individually. Okay, so there's a peer and then an apprentice or something. Okay. All right, good to know. Hey, friends. Hello. Is, is this thing working? What do you got, River Bear? They've got some magic mojo back there. There's one about as good as I am, and then there's another that's uh, like an apprentice or something. I didn't probe too much, but I thought I'd uh, just pull back and let you guys know. That's good to know. Magicians can be tough. Right, and they're in the back. And it's about that time that Lockdown wipes away the blood from under his nose, and he turns to y'all and says, I think I'm in their system. I don't think I'm in. I know I'm in. Confidently. Lockdown. You did pretty well. (laughs) Yeah. All right. And then I just want to make it so that we're not seen, so I would like to turn the cameras off. Won't that alert them? That will definitely raise the alarm, but that sounds like it would be a crash program. You want to shut down the cameras. If that's what you want to do, you're all free to discuss right now in real time. It sounds like we're going in hot. Probably a total system crash would be easier. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, either a full system crash or if there was a way for me to like, you know, in the movies where they make the cameras go on a loop for like like a 10 minute loop. That you can do. Okay, that's what I would like to do. Bias 10 minutes? Yeah, bias 10 minutes. We should be good. All right. 
they might not even notice. If they're not paying that much attention, they might just look and be like, yeah, cameras are on. Right. This will be an edit file, and that is you taking the last 10 seconds that they were looking at and then looping it through. 10 minutes? At that one, I know I said seconds. I know. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. I wanted it. I wanted it to be 10 minutes. Right. It's not minutes, unfortunately. <laughs> you got uh, 10 may, seconds. He's giving you Maybe that. if you have a dedicated system. Okay. Then we'll do 10 seconds. Give me another matrix perception. Normally, I would have given you in this in this first roll, but this one is triggered by you doing what you're trying to do. Ooh, I did poor on that one. I only rolled one. You go to edit the file and you want to make it look like it's on a loop? Yes, I do. All right, go ahead and roll edit file. Electronics plus logic versus intuition plus firewall or firewall plus these in this case. Yeah. Okay. You take the last 12 seconds or so and you put it on a loop in the system. Everything seems fine so far. All right. All right. Good job. Thanks. Well, I also get, you said I get three extra dice, but I don't think I need to roll those. I don't think you need these on that one. <laughs> okay. I rolled four successes and you rolled two. Correct. Okay. Does that uh, give uh, Lockdown some edge in the situation? Not on this case. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's a significant advantage or disadvantage on either side. Okay. Not just from his successes. Correct. Okay. Roger. All right, guys. I'm in the system. I've got it on a loop. You guys should be good to go in and I don't know. I think we want to talk to the two people in the back. And it's going to be thugs up front, probably. This is pretty typical. I would send in the anime murder girl and the girl who talks good. <laughs> I'm going to scowl at you when you say that. I can't see. I'm in the Matrix. Oh, I know a thing or two about sweet talking my way into some places. Well, we might need somebody to at least one car getaway. You want to stay back right here with me and lock down and man the other car? Let these two ladies do their work. Find out what else we need to do. Well, I can do that. I know how to drive. I've got a driver's license. Thanks. So you've said. <laughs> All right, so I think before we go in here, we, we, we want to get as much intel as we can. Let's see what I can pick up with my cyber ears and my olfactory boost. Is that like when you are walking towards the place? I think we're still in the van. You guys are like right outside. I wasn't sure about the range of those skills either. The olfactory boost, you're getting a nice pleasant smell of city sewage combined with arctic air. Pleasant. Yay. Welcome to Chicago. (laughs) I don't want to steal most thunder, but I also have some cyber ears. There's no reason you all can't coordinate. So what are you picking up? I rolled perception and intuition and got four hits. I got five hits. Yes, I would also like to help with some spells if we can. What sort of spell would you want to cast? Well, I've got increased attribute. Oh, perfect. Uh, I've got detect enemies. I also can improve invisibility, so we could send someone in invisibly. I was thinking I was going to do that on Pancetta. So casting spells, I guess, is sorcery spell casting? Yes. Okay, here we go. Four hits. Let's take a step back. We're actually going a little out of order with this. Oh. Okay. So we want to cast a spell. We've selected the spell. Do you want to adjust this? It's not really applicable in this case. You'll roll your spell casting test, which would be sorcery plus magic, and then you deal with three. Right. I have sorcery plus magic plus two because of my specialty in spell casting. Perfect. That's a dice pool of 12. And I got four hits. The spell improved invisibility has a drain value of four, which means you nailed it right on the spot. Perfect. My target is Pancetta. Come here, Hamboon. All right. And then I shake my hands and wiggle my horns and... You become invisible to a lot of stuff. Here, let me... Uh... I, I got it in front of me. I'll take it. I know you're a pretty professional-grade runner already, if, or at least a security consultant, whatever that means. Have you ever worked with a mage before? No. All right, so this should be fun. 
Pancetta fades from view, becoming transparent so that they can move unnoticed. Invisibility gives them the invisible status, where the number after the status becomes the threshold on any test needed to see you. The improved invisibility spell gives improved invisibility, which is essentially the same, but it works against cameras and other technology as well as living creatures. Yes, to all that. Me and Mo are talking and listening about what we're hearing. The troll touches me on the shoulder and it disappears. Mo, she vanishes from your eyes. Miss Kitty, where did you go? I'm going to freak out when I see that, definitely. Oh, don't be frightened. He's just covered by the spirit of the air. You have thermal on your cyber eyes, right, Pancetta? Uh, I have thermal. I have low light. I have vision enhancement, magnification, image link, image flare, and smart link. So you cycle through your eyes. You can't, like, see your arms as you're looking down at yourself. This is pretty fragging sweet. Yeah, this never had this experience before. Riverbeard, you see Pancetta like a lighthouse covered in LEDs. She is a torch in the astral plane right now. Okay. This magic, although powerful, has the downside that it makes you incredibly visible on the astral. All right. So it's sort of a take and a give. Uh, hey, uh, Amboon, be careful. If they're looking in on magic, you're glowing like a, the moon itself. Yeah. Oh, God, super. As I'm looking like at my hands and I can't see my hands or anything. And I'm going, oh, what did you say? Can you repeat that, please? Sure. You're invisible to regular folk and cameras. But uh, if somebody's looking at you with the magic sight, you'll glow like a, a beacon. So stay hidden as much as you can. Just because you're invisible doesn't mean you should be oblivious. Right? Okay. Be careful, little one. You guys said that there's two mages in there? Is that right? Uh, I think uh, they probably they can sense. So you might want to concentrate on the other guys while we go straight for the ones in the back. Okay, that's a good idea. I'll shadow Mo and make sure that she's all right. And then if anything goes crazy, you'll know what will happen. You'll hear it. So what do you think, Mo? We'll send you in as the face and you'll go walking right up to him or do your thing. Distracting everybody while, uh, while Hambone here goes Hambone. Yeah, it'll be nice for her to have my back. You can distract him up front while she takes him out in the rear. <laughs> oh. I got one more thing for you, Mo. All right. What do you think you value most in your uh, abilities, your attributes? How's your reaction? You said reaction is four. Oh, four. That's good. Okay. What would you rather be quick on the feet once the action happens, or are you more of uh, react to danger quickly? What would you prefer? I feel like being able to react to danger quickly would be more beneficial. All right. So I think what I'll do is I'll buff your reaction. All right. Cool. I will not amp it. I'm not going to increase in the area. I rolled 12 dice and got five hits. This has a drain value of three, so there's no drain to worry about. Yeah, I succeed that. Okay, so what happens is I touch you and I can strengthen speed or enlighten you, and I'm going to raise your reaction attribute. I'll have your roll sorcery plus magic. Sorcery plus magic. The DC is five minus Moe's essence. Is this a spell casting? Yes, this would be a spell casting. You would get your specialization. All right, I rolled 12 dice, got two hits. Let's see. Mo, we need to find out what your essence is. My essence is six. Five minus six is negative one. The difference between two and negative one is three. 
So you can increase your reaction by three. Okay. Ooh, so as I touch you and hum the magic tones, you get this incredible sense of spider sense. You, you can see every hair and everything is moving slow motion. I think spider sense is a good way of nailing it. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Now there is a caveat to this for River Bear. You also glow. For each net hit applied beyond the first, the drain value of the spell increases by one. Mm-hmm. So that increases the drain from three to five. Luckily you rolled a five, so you just nailed it again. All right. Every spell you've done, you've just nailed it. Well done. And it did take notable effort. Okay, so it took some effort. Whew, I, weigh, I weigh heavily upon my staff. All right, I'll maintain these spells. I think we're ready. Okay. Mo walks up a little closer to the building, not in front of the door, just near the entrance in the invisible pancetta follows. With five net hits, four net hits, you can hear the deafening drone of the overhead lights buzz, and then you start to cycle in through your cyber ears, and you focus in on a conversation that sounds like a dwarf is having with himself, complaining about something that he's working on. You hear him saying, fragging connections are all shot. This should be resoldered. You can't hack this. You need to repair this. You hear some labored breathing, like probably a river bear-sized being, like heavy breathing. You could hear the sounds of somebody ruffling through some shelving, the distinct metal clanging as it bangs on shelves. And then you could hear whispered conversations kind of distantly towards the end of the place. It's a little hard to hear what they're saying over the sound of the Uzak playing on a jukebox, but it sounds like they might be flirting with one another. I'll leave your mind to fill in those blanks. (laughs) All right, now, can I tell where these sounds are coming from in the building? Sure can. Okay. By the way, you guys have done a great job doing your legwork on this. No, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, thank you. All right, what do you do? Well, it's up to Mo. She's leading the party right now. While you guys are walking in there, I'm going to be like, give me a Diet Cola. Well, well, Pancetta, you ready? Yeah, I'll be after you. Otherwise, it'll be weird if the door just opens and no one walks. Oh, oh, absolutely. (laughs) Another gust of wind blows the doors open. (laughs) I position myself over by the dumpster by the corner of the building. About 10 meters away from the entrance. For the sake of painting my mental picture as Mo and Angel are walking towards the front door, River Bear stands by the entrance inconspicuously. What are Lester and Lockdown doing? I'm going to be sitting in the driver's seat practicing my quick draw for uh, the car keys. (laughs) I'm going to keep doing it like I'm Dirty Harry. Let's see if I can do that. Uh, do a little swing with the key ring and, you know, flip it around, do some, like, some key ring gun tricks. Yeah! Hey. Uh. I think most cars in 2080 are controlled by a phone app, but you could do that with your phone, like, you know, when you hold up an NFC to the chips on your card or whatever to pay? You'd quick draw on with that. That's how you'd start your car in 2080, I think. Oh, so I, it's technically like a like a button on a phone? Or like you hold your phone next to the panel on the phone that, yeah, like you swipe it to okay. start it. That's probably more appropriate than keys. So I'd be doing a, a quick draw with uh, my cell phone button to turn on the, the car. I'd be pulling it out and swing it around. Yeah, in. And then turn it off. Turn it back on. Ooh. <laughs> back off. Ooh. Lockdown, you're watching this in the van? I'm in the Bulldog, and I I probed. It appears that they haven't raised any alarms right now, but I know somebody else is here. With your matrix perception, you were able to notice other marks, yes. Yeah. It sounds like we got a plan on how we want to proceed then? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Bright overhead neon lights bleed away the surrounding darkness into the warm lighting of your friendly neighborhood stuffer shack. Rows and aisles of everything you could possibly need in discreet, disposable, enviro-friendly packaging. A clerk barely acknowledges you as the doors play a familiar, playful entrance ping. What do you do? So I'm going to 
pretend to be perusing the shelves, but I'm actually kind of trying to get a lay of the land and see what I can see and hear what I can hear. You walk in through the front doors. To your left, you see that there is a dwarf behind a big cheeked of what you assume to be bulletproof plexiglass. He's absolutely zoned out. It looks like he's staring at a monitor off on the distance. And you can see that there is a Finchetti Security 600 shotgun sitting at the desk. Immediately to your right, there's a large troll woman who's browsing different flavors of brightly covered beverages opposite of the building's large ad-covered windows. She has a white mohawk with black tips that are separating a pair of dark ram-like horns that stick out at the back of her skull. Her riding leathers are open to reveal a tattoo that reads, The Strong Over the Weak. A security-grade stun baton hangs from a carabiner connected to her belt. Ooh, she's tough looking. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen tougher. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So this is what you see. Mm -hmm. You walk over to the nearest aisle that looks like it has oatmeals and rice, perishables that could be stored long-term. You could just buy them in big old bags. All right. And you start pretending to shop, it looks like? Yes. I do want to try to listen with my cyber ears again, too. See, maybe I could pick something up that I didn't catch before. You could attempt to. Well, then that's what I would like to do. Okay, I will roll perception. A dice pool of nine, three hits. You have the added benefit of being able to basically turn off the music from your spectrum of hearing, but you don't pick up anything you didn't pick up before. Okay, I'll just uh, continue to pretend to shop and kind of watch and listen. And so I'm waiting for Pancetta to get into position and I'm keeping my eyes out and ears out while she's getting her business done. This is going to sound a little bit peculiar, but I want to see how cool you are while you're doing this, keeping your composure. Okay. Now that you are in a dangerous situation, I want to see how Mo handles this. Okay. It's willpower plus charisma. No modifiers, right? Not on this one, no. Okay. For my composure roll, a dice pool of 10, four hits. You start noticing the people who are, you suspect might be hardened criminals. Once you identify them, you basically break eye contact immediately and start to nonchalantly shop at the stuffer shack. And you blend in at least well enough for those in the immediate vicinity. What do you do? Can I inconspicuously... Well, I'm trying to think. You take a moment and carouse another shelf of items. The troll takes her way to the other side of the shelving. She's now looking at assortments of bags of chips. She picks up one that has Arcana Blast written over it. Can I go down to the end of the aisle? Absolutely. I would like to, as part of that, use a sneak. For that, go ahead and give yourself three hits because you have the improved invisibility three skill. All right, cool. (laughs) So you succeed, is what you're saying. (laughs) Hopefully. Let me see how many net hits you get before I even roll. Let's see if it's even possible. All right. I uh, got five hits. Out of how many dice? Out of 14. Out of 14. Oh my gosh. There's a chance. I'm going to say there's a chance. I'd like to make it down to this square here so I can see the clerk and the troll at the same time. It takes you like 15 seconds, you know, the, the equivalent of a couple of rounds, but we're not necessarily in rounds just yet, I don't think. Mm-hmm. They don't know nothing. Yeah, no chance in hell. Okay, they got two hits. They do not see you. You slide along past, and she doesn't even seem to notice. Excellent. Now I have a visual on everybody, and I could get a little better look at what's going on. You're standing right in front of a jukebox. You walk past two restroom doors. Both of them look like they used to be handle-style doors, and through years of abuse, they are just now push doors. 
A little further down, you can see that there is the cold storage where they keep frozen foods and beverages and stuff. Uh, you also have a couple of aisles. You could see some candy. You could see some cartons of milk and tea and stuff. A lot of these things have soy written on them, unfortunately. Nothing particularly catches your interest, Anchetta. Uh, I don't like soy. And as you turn your head to the other side and you notice the jukebox, you see what's playing on it. There is going to be a band that is native to Chicago called Green River Burning. I love that name. What kind of band are they? They are an avant-garde bluegrass band. There you go. As you approach, it interacts with your cyber eyes and it gives you all of the information. The lyrics start bleeding out below the screen. Uh, the song is Wolfpack. It's like instant karaoke is what you're saying? It could be if you wish to interact with it. That's so cool. I absolutely do not wish to do so. Dang it. <laughs> you don't see that? Just follow the bouncing ball. <laughs> Does anyone else hear that? Pancetta adorably starts doing like a choreographed dance to it and everyone turns as they hear thump, 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 thump. <laughs> and um, I'm going to say a moment passes or so people move around a little bit. She turns around and she's going to actually move over to that machine that Pancetta just moved over to. And she pulls out her comms, goes to interact with it, and a message displays saying insufficient credits. She'll turn around and she'll say, Hey, Sammy! Do your thing. I want to put on another song. It's saying we don't have money again. And over the comms, you hear like sort of like an echoed internal thought. Hold the frag on. I'm really busy right now. You can't interrupt me. I need to concentrate. Oops. And then it goes back to playing bluegrass music. Don't know what's going to hit him. I'm trying to think of what else I can do. Huh. Do you want me to find the hacker right now? Or do you want me to hang back and just wait for it? I do want to, you know, continue to kind of browse, but also kind of surreptitiously send a message to the group chat just asking, you know, for updates. Like, have you guys noticed anything since since we've been in here? That's a good question. When you ask that, I am actually going to connect to you and I'll give you an image link and you will have a little feed of what I see in the bottom corner of your eyes. Nice. You have picture in picture now. Yeah, she can see it because she's got the contacts. I don't know, even know how to do that on my phone. <laughs> hey, I can see things. So I see one right here, one right here. Yep, that should help us get information. Mm -hmm. Well, it's clear out here by the trash. Reeton, you start jumping through the cameras. You could see that there is a pool table in the back of here. You could see that the person of interest that you're looking for, the caster in the long coat and the young elf, are currently a little more interested in playing with themselves than they are the pool table. Phrasing. No, I'm I'm being uh, appropriately suggestive. Oh, okay. It is just as bad as it looks. Oh, they're making out? They're totally making out. Hanky yeah. panky. They're totally making out. I think the technical word is fragging. They get nasty. They're having a special hug. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go onto this camera on the top then so I can see what's going on up here. I'm going to get that sim rig ready. Ew. Do you have a sim rig? Can yeah. you record sensation? Yeah, I can record it. Yeah, I don't often. Only when you're doing illegal stuff? Ah, uh, you know. Just uh, in case I need to refresh on something. You know what I mean? Uh, Mo, you've been standing in front of these couple of products now for 30 seconds or so, maybe 45 seconds. Probably should move. Okay, what what is actually on the shelf in front of me? I can't remember what you said. These are like products that you would buy in bulk and keep inside of a pantry. So these are going to be like rice or beans or... Okay. A lot of them have soy involved in it, unfortunately. But hey, that's the future, baby. Mm, yeah. Soybeans. So... If I moved over to this next shelf over, what's here? This looks to be, uh, and I don't have like a, a list of anything. I'm just kind of making this up and having fun with it. 
This is bagged goods and travel size confections. Lots of soy nuts and soy jerky. Are there peanuts on the shelf? There's peanuts on there. I'm going to pick up and consider a bag of peanuts. <laughs> oh, that's your signal. <laughs> <laughs> go, go. <laughs> okay. At that point, she will walk over down to the next aisle and she is going to pull out her comlink and she's going to whisper something into it. But you have cyber ears that allow you to hear things phenomenally. And I think you have a chance to overhear what she's saying. And I do want to eavesdrop. Pancetta, I think that applies for you too. Yes. Please. She's trying to be stealthy through mundane reasons, but that's simply not enough for hardened shadow runners. Wow. I got one hit out of seven. So I rolled dice pool of nine, two hits. Okay. So her agility is three, so I'm just going to roll two dice. Because she's defaulting, and when you default, you do it at your associated attribute minus one. So <laughs> she just critically glitched. Nice. Oh, good. Yes, this is good for you. She pulls over her comms, and she goes, uh, hey, I think we got a sucker in here. Let's go, let's go. But unfortunately for her, she was still on the runner's internal comms, which the hacker was just using to speak to them a moment ago. So when she said that, she broadcasted it over the intercom. <laughs> Dummy. And she goes, ah, fragged Baldrack, and she hangs up real quick. And I am going to do something real quick, and then we're going to roll initiative. Oh, all right. What a drackhead. What a drackhead. And as she hangs up her comps, she runs, not walks, to the end of the aisle. And she looks like she's sort of trying to body block you from leaving this way. Let's roll initiative. All right. Can I declare an edge action as part of my roll, please? Yeah, that's appropriate. I would like to spend one edge to add a three to my initiative. Okay. So that'll be with the modifier at 21. So Lockdown and Mo and Angeline see this directly. Yeah. So they're the ones that should be able to speak out first. Yeah, Lockdown would be aware, Mo and Angeline would be aware. Yeah, that sounds perfect. And everybody hears it. So mm-hmm. everyone is aware. There's there's no reason to do okay. anything that's... Perfect. You know what I'm trying to say. We have the ability to uh, speak to each other. Yeah. Okay. You guys are showing such initiative. <laughs> <laughs> I am not. Mine's an eight. Mine's a seven. Mine's no good, period. I'm fast as fuck. So I'm going to say I'm on my sub vocal mic on comms. Is that how it works? I can use that on the comms without anyone immediately around me hearing? Correct. Yep. Okay. So I'm going to do that on, on comms with everybody and say, uh, heads up, guys. I think it's about to hit the fan. Yep. Okay. And as the music goes from the alert music to the combat music, we start with pancetta. <laughs> In the corner of the stuffer shack, you just heard over the comms, that friggin' Boltrek. And you see that the troll who had walked away a second ago is now blocking the entrance to the aisle. What do you do? Oh, now would be a good time to explain the action economy of Shadowrun, wouldn't it? Right, great. Yeah, idea. that'd be good. Yes. Okay, so in Shadowrun, you get one major action and one minor action. And you'll notice all of those things you could do, it says if it's major or minor. In addition, for every 1d6 you roll in your initiative modifier, you get to do one more minor action. On top of that, if you have four minor actions, which is super fast, you could trade those in for a major action. Some notes on movement, now that we're in initiative, you could walk as a minor action for 10 meters. And each of these squares is approximately 2.5 meters. I'm gonna try to keep it at that scale. So just walking, you could go four squares. If you sprint, you will do 15 meters plus any net hits on a, I believe it's acrobatics plus agility test, but that's a major action. I think it's athletics. Oh, maybe it is athletics. We'll confirm that once we actually need to pull up the little blurb and we'll make sure we're doing it right. Don't worry. For sure. And on note of that, you could either do the walk or the run 
but you can't do more than one on any given turn. So you can't like walk 10 feet, then walk 10 feet, then walk 10 feet, or you can't sprint and then walk. Okay. You just make one complete movement and that's it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's yes. the action. Up to. Up to. You don't have to move. Oh, okay. No walkathons is what you're saying? Not during one turn anyways. All right. And it sounds like that I have one major action and two minor actions. Is that correct? I think that's going to be the case for most of you guys right now. Okay. okay. Let me see here. I think for my major action, I'm going to sprint. Let's sprint down to the opposite end of the aisle. I have a specialization in gymnastics. Will that apply at all? I don't think that'll apply for here. You're not necessarily trying to parkour or anything flashy like that. You're just trying to get into a run. I'm going to say no. Okay. I got two hits out of nine. That will be 17 meters. With one major action, you run right next to Mo. So now I can block her in case anything happens this direction. Tactical. Mo, you feel a, a sudden rush of wind as your ally runs past you. You could hear the plating of her tactical armor meshing along with herself as she goes into a sprint. Uh, I'm going to avoid drawing any weapons at this moment. Instead, I think what would be best is, can I carry those over? Because I know you can do actions outside of your turn. You could hold on to an action, and if you need to do one or two minor actions in between, you can interrupt with them. I think hit the deck, for example, is one of them that's pretty popular. Okay, second question. Do those reset on my next turn or do they stack with my actions? They do not carry over, it's use it or lose it. Excellent, thank you for explaining that. I will hold on to my two minor actions until something actually goes down. So I'll end my turn at that moment. All right, next is going to be the dwarf sitting in the chair. He is laying completely comatose in that chair. You're thinking about it, it's probably that he didn't acknowledge you when he walked in, it's that he's probably hot sim in the matrix right now. What I want him to do is I want him to try to lock the front door right now. You're telling the mag locks of the door to shut closed. That is going to be electronics plus logic. Okay, a major action. He got two hits. So although he's laying comatose, you both are able to hear, especially with your cyber ears, a loud audible thunk is mag locks turn on on the doors. Okay, so the doors are locked. All right. I'm going to whisper to comms, shit, we're locked in. Nah, don't worry about it. Not for long. They're locked in with her. A minor action, he is going to switch out of hot sim and go into cold sim. And then as a minor action, he is going to do a matrix perception and see what he could see. Ooh. Were you running silently? Yeah. That makes sense. Why wouldn't you be? Mm Mm-hmm. What's happening is after he locks the door, he's trying to look and see what their mark has on them but he might see something else while he's doing this. Oh, the mark being Mo. Yes. Yeah, they don't realize what's happening. <laughs> no, they, they, at least you don't think so. Uh, this is going to be willpower plus Lee's against you, Reeton. Willpower, mm-hmm. okay. Oh, I rolled 10 dice, got two hits. He knows that something's here. I will give Pancetta and Mo another perception check because they might hear something with their cyber ears now. I got three hits on a dice pool of seven. Nine dice, four hits. Okay. Mo and Pancetta, over her earpiece that she's wearing, that's how she's listening to comms, I've decided. You both hear Dwarven voice screams over it. Ah, Frag, I think they have a hacker out there too. Someone else is in the system. They're looking at the cameras right now. So he's out of action economy. So then it's this. I'm not sure if you guys can see. Oh, I guess Reeton will be able to see this. Reeton, you're going to see this elf take a sprint action, and she runs towards the aisle entrance. If you were at the entrance of the store, you might be able to see her poking her head out like the front of the aisle right now. Mm -hmm. I see her run. She draws a pistol out from a holster inside of her jacket. It looks like it's designed for quick action. And then she points the pistol down towards the entrance. The troll's turn. 
She is going to just do a move action, and she is going to say, uh, Hey there, friend. Was there anything specific you were looking for? I'd be happy to help you. Do you have any recommendations for me today? <laughs> she doesn't have any uh, holsters or anything like that. So she is going to, as a major action, take the stun baton that she has and unhook it. I suppose you're not here to talk to me about peanuts. <laughs> and she's going to hold on to her other minor action. That'll be her turn. River Bear, you hear uh, the loud metallic thunking of the locks. Mm-hmm. What would you like to do? I would like to... Oh, I have a question about... The object here, is that a trash can near the door? That sure is. That could be freely moved to. It's not like anchored down or anything. It's just sitting there. It has a little bit of snow built up on the side of it. But it's All right, I can knock that over. Freely and easily. All right, I move up to the edge of the door, sliding, and uh, look inside real quick. I don't see anyone. Okay. The troll that was towards the entrance is now moved in towards the alley. She's right next to Mo, and although she doesn't know it, she's right next to Pancetta as well. Yes, okay. Through the shelves here, I can see this person. That's Mo. Okay. I think then I'll reserve an action till I can see like my enemies more clearly. Sure. I am done. All right. He's going to draw an orange inhaler, and he gives it a couple of shakes, mm-hmm. and he gives it a puff, throws it to the ground, and shakes his entire body, and he goes, Whoa! Yeah! And then that's going to be it for him. Mo, you are being approached. What do you do? Okay, I'm really not sure about engaging in battle before I'm sure everyone else is ready. I mean, I'm trying to think of if the better option would be to try to put some distance between myself and this troll lady or stand my ground and pull out like my knife or my pistol or something. She just drew a melee weapon. It might be appropriate to meet in force or get some distance. Maybe you could run faster than her. Do you have any skills in athletics? I do I have so I have athletics stealth which wouldn't do anything here not really for this one but yeah you could try to outrun her yeah I think that I'll try to uh maybe duck behind the end of the aisle here for cover can I do that is that or is that too far to move well you gotta roll and find out how many nut you hate to get your plan is to get over and get behind here let's see how you do okay so I'm going to roll athletics with uh eight dice one hit so that means you move 16 meters. Man, I feel like kind of a kind of a chicken shit, but I kind of want to hit the deck. <laughs> That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. That is an option. Are you wearing any armor? I, I'm wearing, well, my suit is armored. It's an actioneer business suit. Okay. But um, is it a minor action to, well, no, it's, it's probably a major action to pull a weapon, like just to hold it, not like aim it at anyone. If you have a quick draw holster, you could do it as a minor action. Otherwise, it's a major action. Okay. So you might be focusing on running and you're, you're feeling over, you're trying to get your gun and you're focusing more on not slipping and losing your balance than you are grabbing your gun or whatever you're trying to grab. Yeah. You could also just hold on. You got two minor actions. Yeah, I'll just hold on to my remaining two minor actions. Dodge is an absolutely good minor action. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Lockdown. The doors have been locked. You could see the bits of data stream to the front door and an uh, arrow pops up that says, sorry, we are closed. Which is weird, because stuffer shacks are 24 hours. Why do they have locks? Uh, in case Shadowrunners come in and try to rob the place. Oh, that makes sense. Do I know where the hacker is yet? Or the where the decker is yet? Yeah, I see him right there. He's the one who's been laying comatose there. Well, he's going to be laying comatose for a little bit longer. I'd like to do a data spike on him. Yeah, that's an option. You could see him in the Matrix. Yeah. I rolled 13 dice, got three hits. Not doing great. 
That is an illegal action. Yep. So that'll increase your Overwatch. That's all right. This is Cracking plus Logic versus Data Processing plus Firewall. You send harmful instructions to a persona or device, causing matrix damage to the target. Your attack has a damage value equal to your attack rating, divided by two, rounded up, with one additional box per net hit. Oh, that's a good question. What does your persona look like? Oh, uh, a, a lockbox. <laughs> so we see a lockbox versus a ruined hand axe. Fight! <laughs> uh, you got three hits. I need to roll willpower plus firewall. No, that's not true. Data processing plus firewall. He got two successes over your three. It looks like you succeed. Cool. My attack is three. Divided by two, rounded up. So that would be two plus three. So five hit or five attack. It's not hits. It's net hits, which is one in this case. Two over three. Oh, okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. So it would be three. Yep. Pancetta, you see sparks fly out from the cyber shades that the troll is wearing. Oh, no. As Reeton sends his malicious code. Wait, the dwarf or troll? The dwarf. Did I say the yeah. dwarf? I meant to say the dwarf. Sorry. Okay. The dwarf. The dwarf. Sparks fly out from them. Then the orc is going to go. He is going to, as a minor action, take a move over here. Mo, you see him walk out at the end of the alley that you just ran to. He is going to, as a major action, draw a knife. And he is going to just hold on to that minor action. And he's going to say, Don't worry, we don't want to hurt you. We just want your stuff. Lester, sounds like things are happening over comms. What do you do? As I'm still sitting in this car, I'm going to flip the, the, the flip notebook closed that I, I was writing my uh, lyrics to my new rap about cleaning your room. Uh, my name is Lester and I'm here to say I'm going to rap for you. I'm going to rap today. Clean that room on the double or else you'll be in... Uh, as I'm tapping the, the, the thing and then I get the, the notice and I'll flip the notebook. I'll hop out of the car and I'll walk towards the door. Hmm. Minor action to open the car door, minor action to walk out and get in front of the door. You're right behind River Bear, it looks like. You still got a major action. And the doors are locked? Yeah. And I'll just kind of walk into it as if uh, I didn't know that it was uh, locked and kind of <laughs> bash my face into it and go, huh? Wait, are you guys open? And then I'll end my turn. And then we go to round two. Let's try to get one more round out of the way. Troll has moved uncomfortably close to you. It looks like she's looking past where Mo was just standing now to the end of the aisle. What would you like to do? I think to begin, I would like to use a minor action to activate the sim rig that I have. Okay. Then, as a major action, I would like to spend some edge on a melee attack to perform. Uh, it's called Knockout Blow. Okay, let's give it a shot. Okay, so this way this is going to work is uh, if the damage inflicted is greater than the target's willpower, it immediately fills the stun condition monitor. Awesome. Okay, I have their willpower stat available. Okay, this is going to cost me two edge. I'm going to make sure that I have that correct. And is this a combat action? Should I get like uh, defense ratings and stuff ready? Yes, this is going to be an unarmed attack. So I guess we got to do start from the top and grab dice, right? Yep. So the attacker is not aware of you, so that's going to make this easy. The attacker collects a number of dice equal to their appropriate weapon skill plus agility, and the defender collects dice equal to their reaction plus intuition, modifies for surprise, damage, and so forth. I'm going to give you a bonus edge to this. Okay, I am going to use that bonus edge that you give me as part of that action. So instead of costing me two edge, it's going to cost me one edge. All right, go ahead and let dice fly. I only got two hits out of 11. Got some butterflies or something? Yeah. No ones. Ooh. Oh, I got no hits, and it was one, uh, two away from a glitch. Wow. So I think you just succeeded. That's amazing. 
So your net hits needed to what? Succeed their willpower? Yeah, so all I have to do is the damage inflicted is greater than the target's willpower. It immediately fills the stun condition monitor. It is not greater than their willpower, so they are not stunned. But I do think they take the damage, right? Yeah, so the damage dealt is going to determine whether they get knocked out or not. All right. Uh, I have a damage of five. <laughs> do you add okay. the net hits to that, right? Yes. So it'd be seven. And if it's greater than the willpower, out she goes. All right, now I need to soak some damage. And it is greater than the willpower is ultimately what it ends up being. So yes, out she goes. That'll fill the stun modifier. How do you hit her that knocks her out? I have martial arts. I do Muay Thai, and I'm pretty good at it. So I have really thick limbs, and they're also intensified with the bone density augmentation. So I imagine that I just give her like a really good elbow to the side of the face. Bam! You knock her on the back of the skull with their elbow, and... You see as she loses her balance and her horn slams into the bulletproof plexiglass on the other side of the shelf. She just might have gotten a concussion and she is snoring slight to the side of this floor. Zooper. There's one down. Thanks, Hambone. That was pretty badass. I already got a nickname. I'm Hambone. All right, so that's a minor action, then a major action. I'd like to use my final minor action to follow Moira now that one threat has been eliminated. Won't be as quick as she is, but I'm going to be right behind her. Okay. And am I still in visibility, or does that go away when I start? Nope, it does not go away. Awesome. As long as River Bear sustains it. That moves us to the data harvester. The data harvester is going to over the trolls intercoms. This guy's trying to frag me up. I am so going to brick his deck. All right, Reeton. Could I have your old data processing plus firewall? I, d I, I rolled zero successes, and they rolled one successes. They got two successes actually so they got two successes i got zero. Oh wait no i did get one success i'm sorry yeah i see it. it's a five plus net hits of two you take four points of damage so that's one third of your deck and then he is going to stay where he is the elf is going to do no i'm gonna have her run again uh river bear you're up all right i like to complete that detect enemy spell do you have the force of that by chance i'm not gonna amp i'm not gonna increase the area Boom. <clears throat> I got seven hits using uh, detection magic. Your nose doesn't even bleed this time when you cast the spell. The drain was three. It detects people who have hostility specifically to the subject. All five of them light up to you on the astral plane. Perfect. I'm not going to move or do anything else. All right. It's the magician's turn. He is going to do a minor action to move to the end of this hallway. And then as a major action, he's going to do a little bit of finger wiggling towards you, Mo. Uh, not amping it up. I'm not increasing the area. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Oh, no? That does not sound good. No, it's it's good for you. So here's what happened. He turns this corner. He just did a walk action, a minor action. He does a little bit of finger wiggling towards you, and he says, No, you want to calm down and give us everything that you have. And he goes to cast the spell. He, on a dice pool of six, gets zero hits. Oh. <laughs> nice. And he rolled three ones. Oh, ah, that's a critical. No, if he had one more, it would have oh, been a critical. Okay. He was so close to a critical glitch, though. And that doesn't work, and he takes some stun as a result oh, of it. Excellent. So he goes to cast the spell, and he starts coughing up blood. A pretty significant amount of blood, too. Which, that is going to lower him four boxes on stun, which means he's now doing all of his tests at minus one wound. Nice. That's how bad he just fucked that up. Whoops. Friend, I think you might need to calm down. He got excited. And then um, we're going to go to Mo. So I suppose I need to... I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm not a fighter, but I feel like I should do something. Of course, in the, the, the stereotype of the face, like just hiding from everything for a reason, right? Mm -hmm. 
Uh, okay. Yeah, don't be ashamed to like retreat or try and stay away from everyone. You know, it's if you can't do it, it's you can't do it. Okay. Being a distraction is great. Yeah, make make room for the you know the fighters or whatever, or you know delay them or distract them or try and get this door open. Perhaps maybe I don't know if that's something you can do. Oh yeah, I don't. Because hmm. I'm gonna bang on the door for my next turn. Can I get that far in one turn, and then I wouldn't be able to actually do anything until the next turn? So I'm thinking. I feel like I probably could move into better cover. There is a bathroom right next to you. Yeah. So so I could go hide in the bathroom for the rest of the fight. You could. It gets you out of the line of fire. Well, yeah, and I can still hear what's happening out there because of my cyber ears. It's also a lot easier to shoot someone from cover than it is from standing in the middle of the aisle. So true. Actually, I'm pretty sure you could see what was happening because of Hanchetta's picture-in-picture. Picture. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. seeing what my eyes see, too, so you know that troll is knocked out. Oh, that's true. Okay, okay. Right, you do have that info, yep. So, okay, I, yeah, Mo is going to uh, take cover in the nearest bathroom. Nearest one is going to be the men's room. I don't think you care right now. No. I'm going to need to help you because there's a wall there, but 10 meters gets you right on the other side of it. Okay. Normally, you'd do a minor action to push these doors open, but as I described before, they are long since destroyed beyond normal functioning means. Okay. And they just move as you walk into it. Okay. And you go into a filthy stuffer shack men's room. Yay. <laughs> but you know what? No one's pointing a gun or a knife at you right now. That's true. And so now they're... Hit the dirt. Is that basically kind of like hunker down? Or is there kind of like a, an overwatch kind of state? Overwatch would be a major action to withhold. And I think that is one of the ones you could do if you prepare yeah. it. Yeah, all I did was move. You haven't drawn a gun or nothing yet, though, have you? No, I haven't drawn anything. All right. So you have a major action. You just don't have much to use it with yet. Yeah. Okay, so she's moved, and then I, yeah, I'm going to uh, draw her pistol. She's gonna, she's gonna take cover in the bathroom and draw her gun. Okay, and we go to lockdown. Hey, that's me. That's me. I'm locked down. Your wristwatch starts sparking and heating up on you. What do you do? I'm going to do another data spike on the guy. Cause I'm mad. Do it. Oh, that was better. Rolled 13 dice, got four hits, got four ones as well. But we're gonna ignore those. Four successes. Four successes. All right. You succeed with no net hits. Okay, so he takes two damage. It is marked. I can take another hit, so we'll we'll see what happens. All right. Then we go to the orc. Going to do a move action, and then he is going to forego the rest of his turn because that's all that he can do right now. Then we are going to Lester. What are you doing, Lester? Um, I'm going to bang on the door if it's not open yet. It has not been able to be opened yet. I'm going to pull out my baseball bat, and I'm going to start banging it on the, the window and kind of say, Hey, let me in. I really need to use the bathroom. Let me in. Let me in. And then uh, uh, I'll take a swing. Okay. <laughs> Dang it. Damage six. Wow. That's a lot of damage. I'm really strong. You must be. Oh, my God. I had no idea. Okay, this is rating four. Okay, and you got four hits? For six damage. Six damage, that's what I needed. So you walk up to this place, you pull out the bat from the pocket on your no big deal trench coat. Mm-hmm. And in one swing, you crack the left side of this door. It shatters into trillions of pieces of sharp plexiglass. I'll stick my head in and say, I drank about 12 Dr. Soy Colas, and I gotta <laughs> go pee. <laughs> Holy superhuman strength, Les. Yeah, holy shit. I'm really strong. (laughs) And an alarm starts blaring inside of the place. Oh, 
Yeah, I didn't have time to turn that stuff off. Yeah. Oh, oops. Mm-hmm. Sorry. And I think that is a good place to put a cap into mm-hmm. it. That's not how the saying goes. <laughs> Let's get back on round three next time on Bug City Blues. Say oh no, everyone. Oh no! Oh no. Oh, oh no. no. Oh no, 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 no. The Tops Company Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to Bug City Blues to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with Bug City Blues in any official capacity whatsoever.